think running a day spa is all massages and relaxation? <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. But we're here to help. Siri Spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the weak. It takes hard work, planning, and just a bit of luck. We should know because we've owned a successful day spa for over 20 years. Now we're opening up our playbooks and giving you the business insights to run your day spa rather than letting it run you. This is a Spapreneur podcast with Lynn Graves and Ramona Rice. Sassy, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, aren't you the funny one? You're going to tell us about Spapreneur so I can dive into our subject. Sure. Um, this episode is sponsored by Spapreneur Community. Um, two weeks free trial if you head to spapreneurcommunity.com. We are about to have, I'm working on it right now, a um, lesson on how to identify business trends that you can take advantage of. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, we need that at DeStress. Uh, well, that's what we did yesterday. We wow. had a big leadership retreat. We were talking about like trends and we did SWOTS analysis and things like that. So these are all... And if you don't know what SWAT is, that means you need to be part of the Spapreneur community. This is true because the Spapreneur community right now, they're all working SWATs. And these are things that grown-up businesses across the world oh, do all the yeah. time. We're so going to talk about grown-up business today. Yeah. So anyway, so please, please head over to SpapreneurCommunity.com. You get a two-week free trial. And guys, seriously, I, I know we say this all the time, but we have countless Spapreneurs at this point who love our community, who are growing... And thriving and when I see their numbers oh god oh god it's, it's amazing exciting. so yeah I really want you to be part of it so stop waiting get off your asses and get going yeah it's it's so dirt cheap really it is so right. I, I, I I just for all the value you get and and really we, you know I do it yes do we I make money for it of course I do but really at this point it is my love letter to this this even a industry. hooker gets paid by the hour Mona just well, saying. duh. We say who, we say when, we say how much. That is a spapreneur <laughs> expression for sure. Anyway, this is episode um, 98 of the podcast. Hmm. We were we took last week off because we were just busy. We had pool party. Oh, my God. We, we had been out of town. It was a very like, successful pool party. You all really ought to post party. some of those into the spapreneur community because those little girls were hysterical. And the families and the kids, those kids were adorable. Adorable. Yeah, we, we literally had, so it reminds me, um, last night I was at a Girl Scout meeting. They would like to have our first meeting here as a pool party to celebrate. I will be at the lake house. That That's weekend. what I figured. August, <laughs> August 23rd. That's a Friday. August 23rd. Something's going on that weekend. I will let you know. So please, please, please. Um, we would okay. like to use the pool. <clears throat> okay. They want to do right. a potluck and they would like to swim. Oh, I'm, uh, okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. So yes. Anyway, but this is episode um, 98 of the podcast. Very good. Very exciting. But you know what? We have a very serious subject to cover. This is not going to be as jovial or funny as we've been in the past. I am, uh, I'm really, 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 uh, it pissed off is the wrong word to say. And let me preface this by saying that. Let me preface this by saying that if for some reason uh, your kids are hanging out, young teens or something, and they like to listen to it, too, because they like to hear about mommy's work and you're more progressive mommy like uh, Mona and I are. This is I, I would advise you to listen to this on your own first. So you that, know, it's serious when yeah. we're telling you. With our normal podcast, yeah. Tiny Humans Should Not Listen To. Well, it's not even that. It's, it's just, just I want you to nature. listen to it, and I want you to be able to form in your mind how you will explain it to your son or daughter if they're listening to it, because it's a very relevant, very good subject matter, but um, it's very serious at the same time. Sure. So, a while back, <clears throat> I 
had uh, talked about a little bit of some shenanigans that were going on at Destress. When I say shenanigans, let me put it out there straight. And let me say this on the onset in case any law enforcement wants to be listening to us. Or any massage boards, things like that. This was consensual. This was absolutely consensual, not with my consent, but with the two parties that were involved. And they were both adults. Yes. Late at night. and, And I'll throw in they're both married, but not to each other. Late at night, when they thought no one was there, they were having an affair. And what they didn't realize was a cleaning crew would come in that one of them works for me and they would hear it. And everybody sort of turned a blind eye to it because this person was supposedly my friend. And I don't like to throw rocks. That's not my business to judge them on having an affair. Um, my, my house is not lily white, clean. Um, but not at my place, not at a place where that's the kind of thing that can get you shut down. It's not appropriate. No, any, no, at any, at any honest, business, business. Take it to a motel. Yeah. Okay. So I had discussion with both of them and said, you know, how dare you? Why would you do this? You put us at jeopardy. This is wrong. And they both individually um, begged forgiveness and just just really sought my heart on this. And um, tapped into me. Now, one thing that is a fault and a strength of mine is that I am a very tenderhearted person. I, I give until it hurts. But once you once you have done me wrong, truly done me wrong, I will slam that fucking door in your face. Well, two weeks ago, come to find out, they thought they were alone again in the place. Because, yes, I allowed them back in because they do trade. And for services, one for hair, one for uh, massage. And I thought I could trust them. And when it was questioned by some of the staff, they agreed to leave the door partially open when they were there. Well, it was late. They obviously thought they were alone. And they weren't. A client, and and this is at 830 at night, between 830 and 9. And a a therapist that was working late um, because he works there part time and he wanted to make you know sure he got all of his clients in was leaving with a client and he heard something and I'm praying to God the client did not. And I don't know whether he did it tongue in cheek or because he couldn't believe it because this guy is the sweetest guy in the world. He went back and he taped the noises that were coming from the room. It was extremely obvious who, what, when, where, how, and why. And when it was finally brought to me a week and a half later by two of my therapists, I, I my world shifted from underneath me. It broke my integrity. It broke my trust. It broke my heart. It, it, it broke it for so many reasons that I want to talk about today. And I want to throw some, some questions out to you guys that y'all need to answer also. And um, needless to say, I sent the video to both parties, and one party is denying it vehemently because he has too much to lose. And the other one, I think, has finally realized she's fucked. She she's totally fucked. She will no she will never be my friend again. I will never trust her again um, for so many reasons that we'll go into here today. And. I, I'm I'm just mind blown. But what I told Ramona, I said, what breaks my heart the worst was I failed in my leadership and mentorship of my group. 
that they look up to me and I forget that sometimes. Sometimes I think that I'm part of the group and I must now realize I am no longer part of the group. I am not part of the group. I am the leader. It's a hard lesson. Uh, oh, this one was hard because this could have shut us down and 30 families would have lost their jobs and it would have be smirched my personal name. It would have be smirched the family name. It would have be smirched this wonderful reputation we have out and about. And it I am, have, it would have affected Spopreneur. I, 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 I'm on a, a witch hunt now. Sorry, Beth. I'm not hunting you, but you know what I'm talking about when I say that to stop this nonsense in the spas. Uh, we work with bodies. It's a little bit too easy to get casual about the nudity of the body. Mm-hmm. No more. No more. No more. We are in a movement and an age of me too. And whereas when I first started out, there were no, no, no massages around here. There were none on in our area. None. Um, they would walk the streets, but there was no massage parlor. But I have just sort of stayed in my little place and kept growing my business and played with the clients and grown bigger and bigger and not really looked out to see what's going on in the community until someone gets shut down. And then when they get shut down, it's like, Ooh, I didn't know that was out there. Hmm. Glad it wasn't us. So before we found out about this and we literally found out this two days ago, that the second occurrence of it, a week before, right before our, our pool party, our annual pool party, one of the local day spas was dealing with an, a, an I don't know if they were employee or independent contractor. They were an independent contractor. And um, it was found out that this woman was giving spray tans and videotaping and, and taking pictures of the women as they were getting spray tan without their consent, of course, and then selling those photos on the internet. It was part of a bigger um, child pornography, child pornography yep. sting. And, and it's just, it, it's awful because I don't think the owners of this day spa they didn't know anything about no, they this. didn't and, and there were two locations yeah and the woman has not been named but guess what has been named over and over again the name of the business over and yeah. over again yeah. and if you don't think that that affects so this is why we're being truly honest about this story because oh, yeah. one that way if anybody does investigate us they can see we've we have handled it now. Well, I've gonna, got the video. I, they investigators. Right. I'm giving over the video. I'm going to go back to the beginning of the story. I was not for giving them a second chance. No, no. And, and, but nor is Mona uh, supposedly one of this person's close friends. I counted this woman as one of my four best friends. I won't say best friends, closest friend. My best friends are my family, but four of my closest friends. And someone who I could feel comfortable in being uh, uh, confidential with, and she could with me. And nor am I going to break her confidences now. However, other than this one incident, because right. she that was over the line. Yeah. Well, especially after she's already been caught, and yeah. I know that the person, the other person involved, claims that he didn't oh, do I've it. I've got proof. I've got I, proof. It's but him. you know what? You know what? I, I, I'm willing to let that side of it go because, well, no, not, not morally, ethically. Yes. Everything else. However, she's the one that had the code to our door. Correct. But and I, I want to use him. I think honestly, <laughs> I, I don't think if, yeah, and this is me and I'm really trying not to control the situation. I think you should just cut both these people out of your life and be done with it. I, I, I may. And well, one's definitely cut out my life. Right. The other one may, I, I just, 
I'm you, not going to name mom, names, but you were, I get my mom, hair done by this You person. are too precious no, to I deal agree. with this nonsense. I agree, but I want my fucking hair done. Mom, Until I can find better. some. I know. I he want, knew better, I Mom. Know. Okay, I, I get it, Mona. I get it. I, I get just, it. you know, and that's, for me as your business partner, what's frustrating about this is that, and this, now this is the most serious of anything that's ever happened in Distress. Yeah. This is the most serious. But I have seen you, and we're talking about leadership today, countless times where independent contractors or employees have gone to that soft side of yours and they see it and they manipulate you and they take advantage of you. I agree. And it's so difficult for me because when I call them out on it and I don't do it that much anymore because I already know it's not because you're going to do what you're going to do. And it's very frustrating on my end because I want to protect my business partner and my mom. No, and, and I don't disagree and I hear all that. And I'm researching my heart on everything, which is why temporarily I really am turning the business over to Ramona because even dealing with the therapist, I will give some input and insight on things that I see going on. But I'm no longer <clears throat> going to have the role of uh, uh, mentoring per se for a while. I, I just, I don't trust myself and I don't trust my judgment uh, when it comes to them because I've had some of them 12 plus years. However, um, I I need time and space back uh, because I can't run this business at the size that it is on emotions. See, this goes back to that when we talk about take emotions out of it, and yet I need to take emotions out of it. I'm that abused child that yeah. wants everybody to like her. And that abused child is still with me, even though I didn't realize she was still with me. So I have to, and, and she she will probably always be with me, but that doesn't mean I have to run de-stress that way. Now, let me say this for clarity. You can take me so far with de-stress, but you don't fuck with it. You don't fuck with de-stress. That baby is precious to me. De-stress is like my child. Mm -hmm. And once you push it a little bit too far, you will see the fury in me come out, which is what has happened at this point in time. But it shouldn't have gotten to that point. So what I told Ramona, I said, you know, I need to learn that they're looking at me, whether I'm there or not, as a leader, someone that they want to protect and love. They're like my little soldiers and I'm the general. And that's great. Um, but I feel bad that I put them in the position where, and they're young. They're, they're, um, they're like 30, 35 years younger than this person that had this incident. So it's like enough of this. So, you know, you got to separate that out and I have a lot of respect. So, so what do you do as a leader? How do you stay in contact with your emotions and understand like we've got one, um, person who's going through, uh, her mother having chemo. Yeah. So you have to be compassionate and you have to be loving, but there has to be a line also. You can be empathetic and feel their pain and set up areas. For example, this this team member, we're giving her whatever time she needs off. And she's one of our employees. She's one of our front desk people. So yeah. we're able to give her paid vacation, things like that. Um, you know, we're able to do that for her. And that's the right thing to do as business leaders. But, and, and yes, if she comes in upset, am I going to let her cry on my shoulder? Of course I am. I'm a human being. But at the end of the day, if she's that upset, I'm also going to send her home because she's ineffective at her job. And yes. I think there's the difference is that you can be compassionate 
You can be sympathetic. You can be empathetic. You meet all those important things. You know what's strange for me is because I've had the business for so long, and you just posted a question of the week. What was it? How long have you had your yeah. business? And the person right before me. 17 years. Yeah, I had it 17 years. Of course, right underneath that, given what I've been through this week, <laughs> I said long. too long. Um, but I, I looked, th- this is applicable to those that have had their business 10 plus years. Some of these girls I've watched grow up. Some of these boys I've watched grow right. up in our place. So I'm close to them. But what is odd is at a certain point, I did this weird switch. I've got a whole group of them that I am the business owner to them. I don't emotionally get involved with them. I'm not, um, I'm not up in their business. So there is a weird little divide with some of them. Um, I think it will work itself out in the end, um, as we go along with time. But, um, so be careful of that for you guys that have had it for a long time. I, I just think in general, and I've said this and I, I remember. I'm just oh, we've had on this many, 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 many discussions. Yeah, about this. arguments and discussion about this. But when I was working the front desk more than I am now, I never hung out. Oh, you never worked the front desk. Now you're like me. You now, don't know how to run the front desk now. But before then, I <laughs> yes, created. I created that front desk. I don't <laughs> yes, care what did. anybody says. Yes, I did. created that front desk. So, um, I never hung out with the staff outside of de-stress ever, and mom was the thing. Well, no, it's fine. I can go out with certain ones and I can do that. You can't. Well, that started when I only had like four of them. But even when you have four. And we were all the same age. Doesn't matter. So, well, it was more of a co-op. It was a different atmosphere at that time. And it was, but I'm saying all this for you guys to look at yourself and ask yourself, am I doing this? Because if you're looking for growth, how are you going to stay friends with that little group and keep them in your you, business plan. Because honestly, you can't. None yeah, of those I, I people. I don't think you can. No, I don't think you can. So, and none of those people are part because of our company. They anymore. don't understand. No, they're not. They don't understand how to divide the business side of you and the personal side of you. So you have to do it for the staff. You can be friendly with the staff, but you can't be friends with your staff. You really can't. No, I've got to 100% agree with that at this point in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's the Hell, line. I'm, I'm willing to give up all my friends except for two of the three. I'm like, fuck all of you. No. I mean, <laughs> the, the important things, and this is why we talk about taking time off and having balance because your entire life cannot be your business because this is what happens. Mm-hmm. This exact scenario where you're so close to people mm-hmm. and then they do something massively stupid. And you have to call them on the carpet and it destroys friendships. And then you feel alone because you can't go to anybody to talk about this. And I'll tell you, I'm also an Al-Anon child. If you don't know what Al-Anon is, look it up. It is the dependence of um, alcoholic and drug abuse. Um, um, it's people, people. It's people who love people who are suffering from addiction. It, it just makes, yes. And and so we, we fix it. We fix it. We fix it. And if you have that, then you probably do need a therapist in your pocket to go to because no matter how much we say to you, don't do these things, it, it's going it's gonna to crawl into your soul. Mm-hmm. 
until you do something to make it better. So you need someone to talk that out with. Now, I have Mona. Mona and I go back and forth. And I have my therapist. <clears throat> and she has her therapist. And I'm old enough now where I'm separating out myself of what's really, truly important in my life. So, but I would advise you that if you're younger than 50, you go find, actually, I think, no, younger than age. 60. Honestly, any age. <laughs> any, any age, age but. Any age is good for therapy. It, it really is. But have someone in your pocket that you can go talk to and say, how do I stop myself from feeling so awful about myself if I don't try to help them? And here's the thing. I am not that person for you to talk to me about that. No, I, I know that. You know I, I mean? know that. And I, these kind of things rarely come up. So Yeah, not um, anymore. But this is why I say have such <laughs> a professional. Have somebody who is trained in these issues, who is impartial. That's what's nice about the therapist is that while I know that my therapist, his name is David, is on my side. He's also going to call me out on my bullshit. Yeah. And because he's trained to do so in a way that makes me call myself out on the bullshit. Yes. And so that's what's the beautiful thing about therapy. It's not necessarily about what you're doing wrong. It's basically to point out what when you're doing things right. And then when you're dealing... I'll give you guys an example. I've had some interesting self-discoveries about the other side of my family, not mom's side of the family, my father's side of the family, that I'm now going... Ooh, do tell. Well, no, no. (laughs) We talked about it already, how I always thought because I was so close to you that that side didn't affect me at all. Oh, no. We we have a mixture of all of our parents. But it does. And I'm now... dealing with that and right. i think that's an important thing for me to deal with because i want a healthy relationship with my sister and my father right you know because right. i love them both and they're both terrific people yes. but sometimes they drive me crazy and i want to bash their heads in with a chair because <laughs> they can be morons and again i can't do anything about that so right. so that's the kind of thing so it's the same thing with your staff you cannot make your staff want to work more you cannot make your staff want to do more. You cannot make your staff want to be more. You can't. You can't teach no. that, y'all. You can teach people how to how to drape the way you want to, how to set up a table the way you want mm-hmm. to, how to even somewhat massage the way you want to. But at the end of the day, that core work ethic, those core values, you mm-hmm. cannot teach. And this is why I say when you are adding team members to your team, you go back to your own core values and you either A, find people who have complementary core values mm-hmm. or similar. But if they have completely opposite core values that, that affect you like this person yes um, I, I agree i agree because yeah. my core values are integrity love giving uh teachability well, uh, you also, must have that. well no and here's your biggest core value honestly your biggest one is that you see everybody she only saw herself and her need yes and, and that yes, she's selfish yes 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 and that goes against all those core values yep. and that's what i mean and it is okay to evaluate all of your staff members every once in a while is this somebody i would hire again and if it's not when their contract ends ask them to leave yeah and don't be afraid of it it's funny yesterday i was working with the front desk team and says he popped by and she said something like well if you push them too hard they will just leave and they'll start their own thing okay yeah, no, I, I, but it's a little bit out of context. But, right, but, but. Um, no, I agree. But you have to make an environment welcoming enough that they all stay. And that comes from motivating and, and bringing them all together. But that and also, too, we make it. That's leadership. Yes. And we make it stupid easy for them to do their jobs yes. because they don't have to do half the shit 
yes. the people listening to this podcast do. Yes. And the people who are on our team that listen to that, if you want to know, you come to the office and I will tell you all the shit we do. <laughs> well, the ones that listen don't need to be told because this they know. because they're doing all the shit anyway. They're the ones that brought all this to me to begin with. They they put on their big girl panties they and brought integrity. it to me. They but had integrity. But God bless integrity. them. Their little, their little legs were shaking to the core. I'm like, why were y'all afraid to bring this to me? Well, she's your friend. I am sorry. I have an obligation to de-stress first to you guys that feed your families with this. I, that comes before my family, before right. my friendship, everything on that level. And now, I think that's family the- still comes first, but on that level, yeah. yes. So I think that's the lesson of this is that if you find yourself in a situation where your staff members are terrified to tell you something and it's not because they didn't think Lynn would act. I think it's because they didn't want to hurt her feelings. I I think so too. Now let me, let me turn this around to some other subject matters. This may get a little bit long here, folks, but these are all in this day and age, something that's so vitally important. First of all, it's not a question of when are you going to be accused of sexual misconduct in your facility? It's a question of when and who, because It's going to happen. Expect it to happen. Because right now we are in an era where people are being more open. It's interesting. I am listening to the book Betrayal. It's all about the Catholic priest scandal. And it's very difficult to listen to. But I have a son the ages of a lot of these boys. Okay. You want to see something disturbing? Watch the Roger Ailes story on uh, Showtime. And it, it 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 it's very disturbing right, to watch this. Because it's the way these predators and, go after. Yeah, these and if families. you don't think that happens, I can tell you, I was one of those women. Not Roger Ailes' women, but when I was in sales, I was put into those positions. Yeah. So don't think that that shit cannot happen. Yeah. The the whole idea of, I mean, I remember in high school. Boy, because again, and, mm-hmm. and and people would say, "Oh, that's just boys' behavior. That's just the way boys are." Bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. And we're finally coming to an age where women have the audacity to say, "You know what? No." Yeah, and put up healthy yeah. boundaries. Okay, so but where does it go too far? So I'm going to bring yes. this back up. We talked about this when we uh, talked about all the complaints, the reviews. Yeah. Okay, so this one guy got um, a review. Actually, it wasn't a review. She was distraught. She came out of the session. Uh, she felt like he'd gotten too close to her right. private areas and her labia. She kept referring to her labia and she kept saying, you know, he was brushing my labia. So we took this over the top serious. I mean, folks, this shit is serious. Right. And, and when we found out more about her, when she was talking to us and mom was great at this whole thing and Shelby was great because both of them handled yes. this before, but they listened with open mind. They never said, well, why did you go see a male therapist? It found, turned out she was a sexual abuse survivor. Yes. And whatever happened in the session triggered something with her. And she even admitted that. And we did not ask her, why did you go see a male therapist? Cause no, that's, because that's that would have put the fault in her. her and it wasn't her fault. If we did ask ourselves, why would you see a guy then? But maybe it was a way of her saying, I can overcome this. Yeah. Maybe I'm still strong. I can do yeah. this. Yeah. So, um, so we addressed it very seriously and she allowed us rather than getting rid of this person to take it and use it as a teaching moment. Because we gave her the option. We gave yes. her the choice and the power. And we said, would you like us to remove him from our staff? Or would you like us to use this teachable moment? And she graciously said teachable moment. Yeah. Now, 
originally we gave her credit on her account for the full massage and she has asked since she just wants a full refund and we have issued her a check and without any thought we're like nope absolutely yep. because that's the right thing that's the way you handle this when you're dealing with somebody who you go above and beyond because at the end of the day she may never come back to us but we have learned a yep. lot from her a lot from her and in the end she will say that we did the right thing Correct. So, which was the right thing to do. Absolutely. So, we use this as teachable moment. And let me tell you something. When I say teachable, we beat this poor guy up with it. He we needed to know, though. him around the head with and it because I, he was so young and innocent. In his world, this shit doesn't happen. He He's not that kind of a guy. Well, and also, he, because he's a guy, yes, he doesn't have young. those. And he doesn't have those kind of barriers because probably nobody, thankfully, has ever well, it, okay, but violated this, him. Okay, and Mona yeah. can relate to this. So he got one of our therapists on the table. And let me say something about women that have a little bit of weight in their thighs. Their thighs, when laying on the table, everything comes together. This All is right? true. There's no separation of thighs. And also, if you're heavier, I'm just going to say it. The Punani area is also bigger. Oh, okay. So, and that's something people don't talk about. Okay. There's fat down there. So, guess okay. what happens? So, if you have movement within the thigh, even if you're like, say, four inches away from it, it's going to feel like a lot of movement into that area. Yes. So I've really been trying to get this across to the guys and the girls and the girls now that you cannot be moving around in that area. And actually what I said after a few drinks at the pool was you don't go any higher than your own dick. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'd had a few drinks, folks. Or, but, or but honestly, you know what? My uh, The whole group in the back said, that was a good one because that's exactly true. This is the Unless they of... have a little itty-bitty one, then it's like, just imagine that it's as Ew. big as you think it anyway, is. But you know what? Honestly, I think it goes back to client communication. I need to work this area. It's going to go up. Let me know when. Well, uh, and this was a yeah. new one for some of us not understanding because Nina said the same thing. When he worked on her, she, she went after him and said, it felt like you were all over me, and she has larger thighs, too. So right. I'm putting that out there. But my question to the group as a whole is, where do you, where is it called sexual harassment or the Me Too, it happened to me? Where do you draw the line? Where do you defend the, the client? Where do you defend the therapist? Well, here's the thing. I think that it goes back to communication between that client and that, that therapist. The therapist needs to be really clear with their intentions. Okay. You're having, like, for example, I had a 90 minute session with Rachel several weeks ago where she did neuromuscular all along my adductors. That's the inner thighs for my estheticians who don't know what that is. They're okay. the things that close your legs. legs. Okay. Because I've been doing a ton of Pilates and they were in agony. So we had discussions about it. And because I knew what the goal and she had explained to me, hey, right. we're going to have to go into this area. We had a discussion about it before she even laid a right. hand on me. I, and I think that's very good. Now, I wrote a letter a long time ago. One of these days, I'll bring that letter in and read it to you guys because it started when massage envy got thrown under the bus with right. all of these these things and and i will say that i defended them in saying that you know one bad apple doesn't spoil the whole bunch so uh, uh, or but maybe I, you, we as an industry need to look at how we're training people yes uh, it, yeah. and stop treating it like maybe code of ethics needs to have some me too stuff I, to well, about I, I, I think it needs to be more intense than what it is yeah. and there needs to be some boundaries and lines and not, drawn and not to pun but they need to stop pussyfooting around and yes. they need to bring the what's really happening in real life into this education Yeah, because you know if you're working in the adductors there's no 
the way, you're not going to be up into that area. Right. And those are allowed by law. These are important muscles to work. Yes. But intention and perception is so important. Even, okay, I'm going to take this back a few steps. So what do I do and what do I tell my therapist if I'm in the middle of a relaxation massage and I realize, wow, your quads and your adductors are super, super tight. Do I stop then in my relaxation and say, I'd really like to work further up and, and it may do this or that. This is my answer oh. to that. No. Yeah. No, because it's relaxation. No, it's relaxation. But that's, you a, perfect, stop. that's a perfect conversation that, after the massage yes, to bring absolutely, them back in. Absolutely. Did you notice that when I was on your thighs that they seemed a little bit tense and tight? The yes. the client's intention is to be relaxed, not to have serious work yes. done. And if you're a guy, you say to them, okay. That really needs to be worked on. I'd like for you to not come back. Not during it. No, not during it. But afterwards, I'd really like to work on that. However, if you're not comfortable with me as a male therapist working Here's in that area. Here's a female therapist. That's thera- great. Yes. yes. Why not, folks? Why not step up to the plate? Yeah. Protect yourself. Protect your integrity. Protect, protect the business. Protect our industry. Yes. Protect our industry. So, guys, stop. <sighs> Stop. We have to start using our heads more than our feelings. This is a touchy-feely business. Yes. And it's a good thing it's a touchy-feely business. But guys, but we're moving the days more, more of granola, the yeah, the days of granola are over. I know that there are big conferences with their tie-dye dates, and that's wonderful. But that's not this. But this is, we're done with that now because we have to be so careful because one allegation can shut you down. Well, and you want to be taken seriously by the doctors out there and the medical community and by people looking for pain relief and, and for something to help improve the quality of the life. You better start taking this seriously and figuring out. There was even a move that he did where he slid his arm down my anterior um, deltoid and split his thumb and his index finger apart and slid down towards my uh, pack and then came back up. Now, to him, I knew exactly what he was doing. Right. But to me... like, are you grabbing boobies? Yeah, it felt like you're... Grabbing the base of my boob. I, so I brought that to his attention. Yeah. So, dear massage therapist of the world, even it, women, it is time for us to go back and go, how am I draping? Right. How am I? Oh, 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 the draping thing. Let me tell you this right now. You tuck once and that's it. Well, not only that, but the, I, I don't know who started this tucking across the opposite leg. That's dumb. Th- but that. And it feels more exposed. You, you're very exposed. And it feels exposed to the client. Ask your client. You find a client that you know. Tuck it one way under the leg you're currently working on and then tuck it across and ask them or what it feels like. if you like. don't have a client you want to do that to, you have spouses and friends. Yes, ask Seriously, them ask what the difference. Ask someone who doesn't know massage because therapy. I can tell you I'm about to go to the school and go after them for teaching this. And I'm going to, without naming any names or bringing up very specific, yeah. I'm going to tell them this is becoming a big issue. And it's just a matter of, again... When I was talking about, you know, when we were talking about spot partner community business trends, guys, the Me Too movement is it here? Is, is it here? I don't want to call it a trend because it's no, here. And it's, it's like the women's necessary. liberation. And women's liberation came around and it stayed. Now it's not talked about a lot, but it made its difference. This is a part of that. Yes, this it is. is. The next this evolution. Is the, yes, it is. Because we're we're saying, you know what? Fuck People, you. I'm not putting you don't, up with this or, anymore. Or, or guess what? You don't get to call me sugar. No, you mm-hmm. you don't get to call me this. You I don't, don't get even to like look- it when women call me sugar. I well, it's just a, it's just a. I'm a fucking. I'm almost forty. Yeah. You know, no, 
No. And I don't care how charming Southern you are. My grandfather could call me that because he was my fucking grandpa. That was it. So, it's so oh. it was in your lingo. Try to work it out. But, but you know what I mean? Okay. Hopefully, in all of this Ooh. angst that we're giving you guys, one, you hear my anger. Are we venting? Yeah. <laughs> but also, you need to take this seriously. You need to look for this. You can look at your numbers. You can look at your growth. You can look at your business plans. You can look at your marketing. You can look at all that. But if you don't take care of this side of it, you're going to be dead. Yeah. Dead in the water. It comes down to ethics are so important. And this is a huge ethical issue that I'm not sure. And I'm probably after this, I'm inspired to go talk to the people at the AMTA, talk to the people at the ABMP and ask them, what are we doing to, to address this. Me Too and ethics. Because you have to take code of ethics, which I think is very important. But are we really talking about... No, we're not. And, and no. I, I got to tell you, honestly, everybody out there listening knows this. Those ethics classes are a laugh. They're yeah. a joke. They're an absolute joke. So, And that's a problem. Yeah. Because if, our, if massage therapists in most states are required to take continuing education, including code of ethics, then shouldn't those code of ethics be actually things that are practical and applicable to their businesses today? Yeah. I have a big problem with continuing education here in um, our country as far as what's a- actually applicable to growing businesses and yeah. growing, thriving, you know, practices in spa land. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm frustrated. Whew. So we are yeah. awake this morning. What can we so, say? But I really hope that you have taken this in. I hope you go back and listen to this again. Right. And I hope that then you will take it to some of your teenage kids and you will start talking to them seriously and use words like you won't have anybody touch your penis. You don't allow that. If a boy in gym class says, hey, mine's bigger than yours. Well, that's interesting. You keep that to yourself. You You teach your boys respect for their own body. And you teach your boys respect for girls' bodies. Because let me tell you, I'm going to get political for a minute. I hate the fact, we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, my daughter has extremely long legs. Yeah. Extremely long legs. And that is no fault of her own because that's- beautiful. She's growing. So if she wears shorts, certain shorts, her fingertips don't reach. Right. But she would get in trouble at the school board. And I'm like, why? Because the boys might look. Well, you know what? Those fucking boys should fucking focus on their goddamn textbooks and stop looking and ogling my daughter's They should be taught to be respectful. It goes, yes. And that can be taught. We have a wonderful school in this area called Achievable Dreams. And that is one of their core values is respect from top to bottom to teachers to each other. It is an incredible program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm, just saying y'all if that you have boys or girls we need to learn how to respect people's bodies and it is okay i want to be really clear about this ceci and i are not prude in any way you guys know us and and i was just thinking about how we dress at de-stress and and we wear leggings and t uh, um tank shirts and all again we're doing ashi we're doing not only that though this is what really strikes me though is that I don't know of any clients that I have seen for years now to come in and ogle one of our girls. They treat them with respect. Because that's the tone we demand up at the front. Yeah. And I think that's it. We set that expectation up. And if they do, we shut that shit down immediately. So again, it goes back to this is a type of leadership that is needed not only in your own individual business, but in our industry as well. So I'd love to hear your feedback on this. If you have any questions or feedback from this episode, again, this is episode 98. Or your experiences. You know, this is one of those that's very important that we need to share this. We cannot 
let these things be hidden anymore. We do have our public Facebook page, but if you want to stay anonymous, you can email. We do have a public Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash spotpreneur. I thought you took that out. That's a group. That was the group. We still have a a business page. (laughs) Lord have mercy here. This is why she's not in charge of technical things. Can I just say we're going to the to the yes, spa we CBD and we're going yeah. to see Erica and all the girls. Yes. So if you are in the Denver area, we will be announcing. So if you're on our email list, this is will be an email only. We'll be doing a breakfast before one of the days of the um of the event. So, but we would like to know if you're coming so we know how many people. So we can reserve, but we're not paying for it. Oh no! I, you want to pay? Mind. We'll do a buffet kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, sure. Well, then never mind. Well, anyway, but you have to RSVP. So I'll get our spotpreneurs to RSVP. <laughs> wow! I'm glad we made that quick executive okay. decision. Then, sure. Live on the podcast. Sure. See, this is how this is how we roll. But yeah, we're gonna have breakfast, and we'd like yeah. to meet you. So even if you're not attending the conference, but you're in the Denver, Colorado area, we'd love for you to come out. Yeah. Even and you don't want to be a community member. This is hey, you listen to the podcast and you want to meet Ceci and sure. Ramona. Absolutely. But you have to RSVP. So you can RCP at hello at spapreneur.com or you can send me a Facebook message. I'm Ramona Rice hyphen Grimmel. Okay. There you go. Okay. Anyway, Ceci, I want to say something. I want to close out this episode. I am very proud of you. What you have revealed today on this podcast is not easy. The things you're realizing about it's amazing yourself. what I will reveal when I'm pissed <laughs> off. Uh, but I am proud of you because I believe that your experience will help a lot of I our hope. listeners. I, I, I do. And I am proud of you. I know right now you're feeling kind of like you let everybody down. Your staff loves oh, you. I'm just pissed. Well, you have a oh, right I'm to be. so pissed the, off. The bitch needs a, fa- needs a punch in the face. So pissed off. I know. Off. She's lucky her <laughs> husband hasn't found out about this. We're That's not- between them we're not telling her that's husband. not my problem but i would not trust also that person with but your that hair. video is out there and not not by my doing i'm just saying i would not trust any person like that with my hair my hair is important i do understand i wish you liked our price i go to because nicole is wonderful i do i do understand you just you're you're in a dilemma we'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes anyway. <laughs> whether my ethics or my hair are more important <laughs> Can't mess up the hair. Anyway, this Don't episode. Don't fuck with the hair. Don't fuck with the hair. Anyway, okay. we'll see you guys I later. Love you guys, bye. bye. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to making your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.